Massive protests across the country have health officials concerned today. Hear why many of the nation's top medical experts are worried these demonstrations could lead to a large second wave outbreak of police brutality. From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. We've got the latest on each one of the many things you should currently be panicking about, so stay with us. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Well, it seems the worst could still be ahead of us, as health officials offered a grim outlook for the future today, with a warning that protests currently roiling the nation could set off a second wave of police brutality. For more, I'm joined by OPR correspondent Marcy Hammond. Marcy, is this something we should be concerned about? Well, Leslie, experts say there is cause for alarm. Here's Deputy CDC Director Ann Shuket. We've seen massive in-person demonstrations across the country in the last several days, which is, of course, a fertile breeding ground for excessive force. And what's worse, we believe that this second spike in police brutality could be even deadlier than what we've already seen. That does sound concerning. Now, Marcy, can you give us a little more context? How did we find ourselves in this situation? Uh, Where did this police brutality come from? Well, of course, some form of police brutality has been with us basically forever, but over centuries of exposure, the American public has largely become immune to it. However, this novel strain that we're seeing this year began with seemingly isolated appearances throughout the country over the last several months and is now boiled over into a full-blown epidemic. So what should we be on the lookout for if we think we may have been afflicted by a excessive force. Well, the most important thing to note is that if you're feeling symptoms, it may already be too late. Here's Deputy Director Shuket on what exactly to watch out for. There are a variety of symptoms, some of which include puffy, swollen eyes, cracked ribs, an inability to breathe, and in many cases, death. We're seeing a huge uptick in these symptoms in hospitals and ICUs across the country, which have already been stretched to their breaking point by our militarized police force. Oh, well, fortunately, I don't have any of those symptoms. Am I in the clear? Not necessarily, Leslie. Shook it also caution that there are a large number of asymptomatic carriers who can actually be among the most dangerous as they continue to spread systemic violence and oppression while not even being conscious of it. Well, as a healthy white man, I'm not too concerned, but Marcy, are there any populations that are particularly vulnerable to this epidemic? Interestingly enough, the CDC has found that the African-American community has been affected disproportionately, but really, it can affect anyone, pets, the elderly, even children. And what are officials recommending in the event that you do become exposed? Here's Shuket from the CDC once more. If you've been afflicted, we urge you to remain physically and emotionally isolated and avoid all large-scale demonstrations against state-sanctioned violence until physical evidence has healed. Unfortunately, this isn't going away anytime soon, so we're going to have to accept police brutality as part of our future, since any potential cure could be decades away and would likely be extremely expensive. Interesting. So is refraining from protests the key to preventing the second wave? Well, it may lead to a temporary lull in incidents, but it's important to remember police brutality is extremely prevalent, and it can strike vulnerable populations while they're walking through their neighborhood, sitting in their backyard, or even asleep in their own bedroom. So unfortunately, there's There's really no sure way to escape it. All right. Well, thanks for the reporting, Marcy, and stay safe out there. That's OPR's Marcy Hammond. We'll be back in a moment. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Somebody better call in the National Guard because there's about to be a news riot. Here's what else we need to know today. In Shenzhen, China, local sweatshop worker Li Chen was reportedly devastated to hear the jacket she worked so hard on had been looted. Upon learning that the $85 jacket she labored endlessly over for 14 cents an hour had been stolen from a Zara retail store in the U.S., Chen was found to be inconsolable, but was comforted to learn that insurance covered the stolen item and Zara would be just fine. And in Washington, the looting continued last night as President Trump was spotted throwing a garbage can through the window of a local McDonald's before making off with about $2,000 worth of Big Macs. Later in the evening, Trump was reportedly spotted at a desecrated Baskin-Robbins that was later set ablaze. And finally, with many companies releasing statements of support for demonstrators this past week, Auntie Anne's is breaking from the pack, with the popular pretzel shop chain today calling for all protesters to be shot. Interesting take. And that's it for The Topical today. I'm Leslie Price. Well, folks, it's been quite a week here in the United States, and I just wanted to take a moment to say that in times like these, and in the face of unprecedented and long-standing pain, we here at Onion Public Radio are committed to acting as a balm of equality, searching evermore for a strive toward justice and equality. And justice. For there is no equal to justice, and it is justice that will prevail forevermore. So long as we love one another, and ourselves, and those near to us, and those different from us, too. And we stand with all that have been made, um, hurt, now, and forevermore. Also, if anyone knows whether the restaurants in New York are going to be open this weekend, could you let me know in the reviews on Apple Podcast? I'm trying to do a brunch on Saturday. Open to recommendations, too. Just nothing too pricey. And bottomless mimosas are a plus. Mm, love those. Anyway, have a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday.